RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What the hell is going on? Mamma mia. All right, everybody. How you doing? My name is Tara Devlin. And this is a special, a weekday, weekly, wait, well, it's not weekly, it's weekday special. I, I one off. If I have the time, I'm going to try to do these more often to give people a taste of what it will be like when we have enough patrons to actually have a weekday show. So thank you. Thank you for hanging out. And I probably, I won't be able to do the show uh, any other day this week. So I figured, hey, let me jump on here and connect with the listeners and viewers. Thank you, um, guys, because we do have a growing community of people who are really, uh, you know, amazing. That e every Saturday evening when we do the show, our regular spot, they, we have a group of dedicated listeners and, and viewers who all hang out together and we're getting to know each other. And um, please join us at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And we are rebroadcast on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app and on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, all those other places. Please give the show a review and a good review. Other than that, don't say anything. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. I wish that the Republicans would live by that rule. So I wanted to get on here today, and I was thinking about what are we going to talk about. Obviously, it never stops. What, uh, what are we going to talk about? The thing that I really hate about living under fascism is it's not that they just don't give a shit about human beings. They, it, everything's up for grabs. The greed is the only value the only american value now that we're we're supposed to consider it's it's really disgusting I, and i often wonder how these fascists when they're giving their statements like stephen miller I, I guess they don't give a shit because i wonder what they what they think that that how they're going to be viewed in the light of history history will revile them even more than the normal majority does now remember we are the majority we are the normal majority they they always have they talk about the moral majority we're the normal majority it is really republicans against normal people conservatives really anything conservatives are what we have been fighting for f since we crawled out of the primordial ooze you better believe there was a conservative holding on to us saying don't crawl out don't don't evolve when we were living in caves they were like don't you know they were they wanted to stay in the cave if it wasn't for progressives we wouldn't have evolved period what have a, what have conservatives done for this country i i mean i guess you could say what they one one thing they did um now that i'm going to speak about it is uh well one thing they helped do you see they're not there was a time when republicans were just filthy crooks not um 
anti anti whatever anti I don't even know I mean the, it was Nixon who passed the Endangered Spe- Species Act but it was with a bipartisan overwhelmingly bipartisan majorities there was no the um you know there there wasn't uh they there was no fight about it it was it needed to be done same thing with the EPA i guess the at the time the republicans at the time were just as sick as the normal people were watching our rivers go on fire and in this in the america the beautiful this is why i always say that republicans hate this country on top of everything else they hate democracy they can't function in a democracy they hate diversity therefore what the hell are they doing in this country this nation of immigrants they they want us to move let's all go back to where we came from they let let them get the hell out they need to go back go back to norway you'd hate if you hate it here if that's where you're from go back to wherever the hell you came from sweden um all your germany where did uh, trump come from S- scotland and germany both both of his his parents, uh, they fled. I know that his, his, all of the Trumps throughout history never wore the uniform of any country that they happened to be grifting and, and, and stealing from. Never. Because never, there's never been a Trump. And, I mean, I know he, he changed his name just like, uh, he, I like, he, oh, hi, Tara Jr. Oh, mama mia. Sit down now. If you're going to hang out, Jr., sit. Sit. <laughs> look at this kitty. You see what I'm saying? Look at this animal. Animals are... I love animals. If I if I had a lot of money, besides, all I would do, if I was, let's say, independently wealthy, like a Trump, if uh, instead of building a sweat shop in China, I would use my money to save animals and have a functioning liberal talk show that I I didn't have to beg people to become patrons. That's what I would do. Sit down. Sit. Sit. You gotta sit. Sit. (laughs) Yes, he's he's orange. Look how orange. He's very cute. I bet you he's not gonna like this, though. I know. Everybody wants to say hello. He's like a living doll, this cat. He's adorable. All right, relax. He's like a big baby. (laughs) He's a big giant doll. Sit down. I know you're a person. Get down. I know. I'm sorry. I'm objectifying you. He's he's kind of annoying too because now this is what he does all day. He wants to be pet constantly and it's like my hands are an object to him. It's like, please, just sit down and relax. Okay, now he's moving the microphone. Relax. This is what happens on the weekday special. It's a really, it's really uh, gone to shit already. And now he's moving my hands. Sit down. Because he wants to be pet. All right, relax, please. Oh, yes, this is the shirt that I'm wearing. It says, therefore, I'm liberal. And it's available at the RDT Daily Merchandise Store. store. And I, it's very comfortable. I love this shirt. It's one of my favorite shirts. It's just the material. It's so soft. And it says it all. And because everything that Republicans talk about, they, oh, um, I, 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 re- I always remember hearing how they're, let's put the uh, adults back in charge. 
vote Republican, we're adults. They, uh, but it's everything that they say is bullshit. I, is there anything that a Republican ha have ever said or done or touched that has improved? Okay. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, the Repo I don't know. Okay, let's just now that I'm talking about the Endangered Species Act, what Trump did this week, which really r in infuriates me. Be I'm a big animal rights advocate. Sit down. All right, get down. All right, get. That's it. Psst, psst. He doesn't like that noise. Psst, psst. That's his like, you know. Get away. Psst, psst. Let's see if he goes. Psst, psst. No, he's gonna jump back up. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> this sucks. He's fucking pushing on my leg now. Stop. Holy shit. Sit down. This sucks, man. Could you imagine if I... This is why I keep it to two cats. Could you imagine if it was like 15 cats in here? Uh, two cats is the cutoff. Because the road to the crazy cat lady is like a slippery slope. You know what I mean? Because you know there was a time in the crazy cat lady's life when she was like, Yeah, why not? Why, why not... What would another one hurt? Why not? And then, then it was all downhill. But I would, if I had all the land and property and money, I would open up some kind of rescue for animals. All kinds of animals. I don't, you know, I mean, I'm a big animal rights activist. And um, I, the watching the, the Republicans just disparage life on earth in general is disgusting because it takes strength that's the thing these are the weakest tiniest little people that ever squatted in a great country's halls of power they have absolutely no business being anywhere near power they are they can't be trusted with it because they're sick they're mentally ill to to look at the um, endangered species and to commodify everything. Everything is a commodity to these bastards, to these pricks. And we would already be uh, at a loss. So many species that we now, that, that's, that, are, that are still with us, are thanks to the Endangered Species Act. We brought, we are bringing species on a daily basis to the brink of extinction. In fact, the scientists are saying that one million species are on the verge of extinction because of climate change, man-made climate change. And the filthy Republicans are still giving us this bullshit about how it's, uh, they're both sides and scientists don't agree. That is not true. This is why we know that Republicans hate, uh, they hate America. They hate life. The only thing they like is sucking up power and profit like a fucking parasite on the backs of, of everything decent. And by the time they're done, we're nothing but a, a husk, a shell of our former selves, just like they're doing with the country. What, what are they doing? Uh, are they improving this country? And, but yet we have millions of dumbasses who follow along. Like for instance, as I was, I was looking at Twitter today and Twitter, of course, because he's on Twitter. Okay, and instead of talking about things that actually matter because they're waiting right now what they're doing what republicans are doing they understand that people are sick of being shot when they go to a back to school sale 
They, they're, they're tired of all the bullshit. And they're sick of Trump's racist rhetoric and the Republican enabling of this racist rhetoric. I mean, really, they're just, they, it's, they, they don't, if they don't like being called racist, then stop being fucking racist, you know? But the, um, they're waiting out. There's, they're playing the waiting game and hoping it will all blow over. And in the meantime, they're, throwing all their, you know, they like red meat to their, to the dumbasses, to the dupes. Like, they're attacking legal immigrants now. Of course, wait, get down. Please get down. And bringing back the culture wars. And talking about straws. You know, if you go on Donald Trump's, not that I, I advise it, these assholes, they're literally selling straws on Donald Trump's campaign website. The Trump straws, pack of 10. Liberal paper straws don't work. Stand with President Trump and buy your pack of recyclable Trump straws today. What are they doing recyclable? They're not recyclable, they're recyclable. Like everything, everything plastic is recyclable. It's recyclable if you put it in the recycle bin. It's too much of an imposition for these great Americans to suck on a paper straw. They don't want to be inconvenienced at all, uh, to have anything to do with saving the planet that, the, that we live on. Don't bother them with the pesky truth or ask them to sacrifice a day at lunch much less anything to save this, the so-called country that they pretend to love. You know, they're supposed to love this country so much, but they can't even suck on a paper straw to show how much they love it. They'd rather just suck on plastic and throw that shit in the street. Who gives a shit? America is just nothing but a husk. Just suck all the money and power out of that you can. You got garbage? Throw it out in the fucking street. Let somebody else clean it up. Uh, you know, there's a bear, shoot it. Shoot a hibernating bear. That's the, another thing that the Republicans did. One of the things that uh, the their attacks on decency and animals is, you know, hunters should be able to shoot whatever the fuck they want. So there used to be a, uh, the, a regulation that you can't shoot hibernating bears uh, and bear cubs. So, but not anymore. That re Republicans undid that because there was such a great great need. Republicans didn't feel free unless they could sneak up. They didn't even have to sneak. I mean, the fucking bear is asleep. Unless they can walk into a cave where a hibernating bear and bear cubs are sleeping and shoot them dead. I mean, this is, this is who they are. They are vile. And so they can suck on their big gulps and their, and their plastic straws. Like, they're not free until they can make everybody, uh, you know, a, be an offensive asshole that is never ever asked to do anything for anybody but themselves that's the republican way which is why they are unfit to hold leadership positions or any position forget i mean leadership or not they are unfit to function in a free democratic society they you know because like we are in this together but not them they're in the fucking island by themselves don't pester them
with anything you know during world war ii the uh, all the the different campaigns to support the troops and buy bonds and recycles and all this other stuff that they did don't pesker republicans with that they need it for themselves they're out there trading with the enemy like prescott bush they don't need to be bothered with what the community needs fuck that me myself and i the center of the universe is a very crowded place filled with republican fascists who pretend to love america they pre- that, that's all they can do is pretend they can wear a, a label a, Amer- a made in china american flag lapel pin they could wave their fucking st- stupid flag uh, you know uh, draped around them like a cloak they can you know i mean uh, th- say they love america that's about it when it comes to putting their money where their mouth is forget about it because they think loving america means saluting uh, it means a, f- a mandatory flag salute rather than it means that you protect the purple mountains majesty and the fruited plains and all the creatures who fucking live here so you know these republicans they really they don't add any value to to civilization that's why they can't be trusted with power or the 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 uh the mechanisms of power look at what they do to it they don't like this country they never have just look at what they're doing with immigration now they're attacking legal immigrants if anybody's ever been on some kind of public assistance like republicans are that they're all on public assistance in some form but they you know they hate socialism but the real problem is like for instance i was i heard stephanie rule this morning on as i was watching msnbc as i usually have on and she was saying oh my tell that to my trump or whatever they were talking about tell it to my trump loving neighbor who flies a flag says that says trump 2020 and no socialism here uh something like um don't uh, allow something about social you know hey i hate socialism don't uh, vote for capitalism not socialism and meanwhile um instead of so this is what I wish these these corporate uh, mouthpieces would do. They they never explain what socialism is. Go ask your Trump sucking cultist next door flying a Trump flag. Ask this person what is socialism, sir. What do you think socialism is? How do you like your social socialist social security and your socialist Medicare? How about your socialist water? I mean, I made I made a cup of coffee. I know because of socialism that there's standards. It's not, I didn't have to go boil the water or go dig a fucking well. There's a tap, I open it up. I trust, thanks to the government, that I pay taxes, and not like Donald Trump, that I pay the taxes that is that for the price of admission into that government. So when I open my tap, I'm not gonna have diarrhea after drinking water that is infested with some kind of ba- bacteria. I mean, at least you hope, right? Not in Flint, of course, right? But you know what I'm saying. Or the or the the food that we eat. There's standards. Or they are the roads, the rules of the road, the uh, fire department, like all these things that are socialism. Or the public education system that we all pay for because we don't want to live in a country of ignorant dupes. 
we would like everybody to be able to read. Not like in the past. You know, in the past, this is this is where the Republicans are taking us. The 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 uh, oh, well, education was a providence of the rich. That's it. That's where they want to go. They like that kind of society where you have the rich owning and running everything, and everybody else is struggling. We're just the the poor to exploit. That's why they want to undo the wall of separation between church and state, because they want you to be in church praying for your uh, mansion in heaven while they got all the earthly rewards for themselves. You know what I mean? Don't pester them. If you're not rich, you know, better luck next life, sucker. So I'm just so I'm sick of these assholes because they they fucking like there's they don't. They, the the real problem, like, for instance, with that guy who who flies a flag, the Stephanie Rule's neighbor, apparently, who flies a flag. I'm sure it's in a very rich neighborhood. Flies a flag that says, uh, no socialism here. Let, uh, knock on his door and ask him. Because really, what it comes down to, is, and if you gave me five minutes with the guy, I uh, would get to the root of the problem. Because here it is. Uh, it's... They don't like sharing with brown people. That is the ultimate problem. They like socialism just fine for themselves. They like being on welfare. They like the social safety net for themselves, uh, even though the United States has a as an abysmal social safety net. We don't have a, a decent, you know, like uh, they, I know uh, Paul Ryan used to say, Oh, Americans like hanging out in the social safety net hammock. Yeah, we're the greatest country on earth, but we have we're a bunch of lazy bastards too, right? We all just love hanging out in the social safety net hammock. Meanwhile, you know, like these Republican ass kissing, kiss up, kick down fascists. What what the hell did Paul Ryan ever do? Yeah, he well he liked working out and then and then going for a, uh, a a liquid lunch with corporate lobbyists to figure out ways to strip people of health care drinking $350 bottles of wine that's what the, he likes but he you know he likes lounging out in the corrupt hammock while while kicking down and so-called assert you know asserting that we're all out here lounging around on this fucking great social safety net which they there's so many limits of the social safety net in fact we should it should be a better social safety net this country had, certainly has enough money for to actually make a functioning democracy and a functioning middle class not the not a working poor because now the the new the new middle class in america is really the working poor if you're one paycheck away from the food bank, like what, like what we saw when Trump shut down, the, shut down the government, and then we had all these stories about how people were choosing between go, uh, getting their chemo or paying rent or, or had to go to the food bank, and, uh, you know, they're so ashamed they have to go to the food bank. This is like they miss one fucking paycheck and you're in the food bank already. I mean, that's not a functioning middle class. That's not a middle class. That is a working poor. So uh, I don't want to hear this shit like, oh, it's such a great economy. What a great economy we have. And as I, I uh, this is all we, the Republicans have to say but the fact is they're not even running on the economy as you see what trump is doing because uh, they're, they're they're now predicting there's going to be a recession 
and uh, what that's why Trump is uh, pulling back on his trade war with China. But it's it doesn't matter. What really gets on my nerves, on you know, we'll get to the animals in a minute too. But um, is that what this is what really depresses me? Is that there are millions of people that 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 buy this bullshit that are just fine with the end of democracy that are that don't understand america what america is all about you know what i mean but these are the ones that uh, that really wrap themselves in the flag all the time they're they're constantly showing these outward displays of patriotism but they have no idea what it means to be a patriot because what it means is that you don't leave anybody behind that's what being a patriot is but these people they have no idea about that and uh, anyway, what, what I saw, so, so because one of the things that Trump did this week is that he retweeted, of course, I mean, this is what he does. He retweeted a conspiracy theory after, after uh, what's his face, Jeffrey um, Epstein killed himself, whatever, supposedly, uh, stepped off this mortal coil. He, uh, oh, the, the Russian bots went to work with the hashtag Clinton body count and the right wing, which really made me suspicious, and I spoke about this on the Saturday show, because it's a little bit convenient for this guy to be made dead suddenly. And um, right when all of the powerful people are just ready, just about ready to be exposed, and who the hell knows? So we'll see what happens. But the but the other thing <laughs> the other thing is uh, that um, you know and and what really made me suspicious because was that immediately the Russian bots went into gear with uh, with the Clinton body count hashtag, which um, means that you know uh, they're covering his ass. And if you ever go on, I, I've mentioned it before, bot sentinel. That's You'll see which are the trending topics of the of the of the Russian bots. Right now, MAGA is uh, the the top hashtag. It's always MAGA. It's always up there in the top ten. The the second one is Fredo 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 Fredo. Yeah, Fredo Cuomo, because you know this is what uh, the the Russians want to do. What they're doing is they're they they like stirring up division between Americans that's it's part of how they are destroying this country and and what gets me is that these these filthy fascist bastards these so-called America lovers uh, are more than happy to comply and help them spread the spread the propaganda so um, and they don't see what ignorant dupes they are and just like in the Mueller report when Mueller d- details how many how many how many meetings that the, these Russian spies have with members of the Trump campaign hundreds and have and and um, one of the reasons apparently is that they they weren't wittingly com- um, complicit apparently the 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 Trump campaign they're just dumbasses they were just dupes they were uh, useful idiots and it's how it how um they're very dangerous people to be in power because of their ignorance and their greed because they don't like this country they don't they have no interest in preserving democracy or or decency 
on top of it. And their, their greed makes them susceptible to, to any kind of blackmail. So, you know, it's all about money. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if, uh, you know, who dies, how many, how, uh, if the, the, uh, how much po- pollution, how many animals go extinct. Who fucking cares? They got theirs. Even if these people are 76 years old. And they're in the twilight years of their life. They're going to leave as, as long as they can just suck up as much as they can to fill their empty, vacant holes. Because they, I mean, you know, you would think that they love Jesus. I thought that they love Jesus so much they, they can't wait to meet him. But um, no, they, they want all that. Just put all that greed into their emptiness. And and, but it will, it's never enough for them. It's never enough. So um, anyway, but that's what Trump, he retweeted one of these conspiracy theorists. Let me see this fucking thing. I'm trying to find it. And in the weekday show, there's a lot of cursing too. There's a lot of cursing on the Saturday show. Ugh. When I, I Google Trump on Twitter and then you see all the Trumps come up and I see all their faces, I just want to vomit. Ivanka Trump with that that shitty stupid looking smile that Melania Trump with that ugly stupid Melania Trump official portrait where she's wearing a gigantic rock like that's what it means to be an American you just have this you're a trophy wife with a big giant diamond that's what that's all it took for you to bend over for a con man Ugh, disgusting, vile. These people have no morals, no standards. Ugh, yeah, really? <laughs> Thank you on the on the chat. Hi-fi guy, <laughs> 10. The third lady, that's the truth. Trophy wife number three, that's what we should just call her. Well, I call her trophy wife number three, but the third lady is good too. That says it all. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, so, yeah, so on Donald Trump's Twitter feed, he retweets this conspiracy theory you know the clinton body count and then he was asked about it and they say oh well it was this i was just retweeting a highly respected uh, um i don't know who whatever some some guy some right winger who has 500,000 followers and half a million followers you know because that's all it means it's uh yeah david duke has uh, a lot of followers too but it doesn't mean you should retweet him so highly respected so i let me see i'm trying to find the guy and so let's see let me see trump retweets because i i looked up the guy and uh the, he's some kind of comedian a right-wing comedian which always fascinates me uh, because what's there's right wingers aren't funny, they're, they they because the the nature of being a, a conservative is um, you're 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 kicking down on the oppressed and the powerless and that's not funny. You just look like a dick. That's that is my theory on why Republican comedy never never works. So there there's always an element of um, meanness to it, and they're they're you know they're horrible people. So uh, let me see conspiracy. So these so look I looked it up 
and uh, this this guy, there's something called the the deplorable comedy tour happening. And I let me just play it. Let's see, and we can talk about it. I I was like, ugh, disgusting. Hold on. <laughs> the left and the media has like demonized this president and demonized anyone on the right. Someone has to start hitting back. I think it's going great. I think the, the whole. I'm not even kidding. You know, the economy's going great. The unemployment rate is low. Everybody's doing great. Small business optimism. GDP's up. And the Democrats are like, we need to stop this. We need to put a check on this maniac. I will get my news from Nickelodeon there from New York Times. You gotta go to his Twitter account. It is the best thing you've ever seen. I was in the White House. That's called Black They got that black guy there. <laughs> I love Walmart. I don't shop there. I just go there when I'm depressed. We got anybody in here on the Trump train? Ew. Look at these people. Fantastic. Awesome. So we were so looking forward to this. We love the show. It's fantastic. Yes. We loved it. It was fabulous. I will tell all my friends about it. I cried half my mascara off before the first wow. was over. If you go out to LA and you're like, yeah, I voted for Trump, they're like, how could you? When did, how could you? When did, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. We are. Are we, are we supposed to be, uh, I guess that's supposed to be uh, morons or something? That's that whole like Trump with the shaking of the hands and mocking uh disabled i guess that's that's liberals so we are deplorables oh my god i'm a deplorable i am a deplorable i am a deplorable you don't want to miss out on this tour i'm deplorable are you deplorable are you deplorable? i am a deplorable you need to be deplorable honey enough so you, what really irritates me because it's it all always well everything is personal right politics are person is personal is are i don't know i keep saying the wrong words but uh is that i think i look at that and i'm like that fucking guy has 500,000 followers he's on fox news hannity's pu- pu- plugging them do you real you realize this is the whole right wing web infrastructure that they support each other and p- promote each other. And it's like that diamond and silk, those two hacks who are, they're, they're, they have a, a following and they got put on Fox News because they're black, saying it, it's their, their human shields for Republican racism. And that's all it takes. You, if, if I turned around and, and I started being a right winger right now, we, we would get funding. That's just how it works. And it pisses me off. And that's what we're up against. And I'm not just saying it because I have a show and it's, you know, whatever. I know that is how it works. This, I'm telling you, they, that's one thing that the right wing have that we don't have. They support their, their, their uh, media. That they understand that they need that. They need to you know, in their eyes, catapult the propaganda. We're out here speaking truth to power. We're telling the truth. And this is what I don't understand. I never get the the Republicans are, oh, uh, liberals want power. Yeah, we want power so everybody can have an education or everybody can have health care. Oh, what, what a nefarious uh, criminality that, so everybody can vote. 
That's the power. The the a functioning democracy. Wow, what a what a nefarious plot. But what do they want power for? They want power to keep people divided. They want to so they can steal. They want to destroy democracy. That's what it's about for them. It is unraveling the grand experiment in liberal democracy. It is spitting on the grave of every person who ever gave their life for democracy. That is, that's what they're doing. They're the enemies of democracy. Know them by their fruits. Can't find the snail mail address for me. Sin City NV. Well, I do am a little reluctant to give out my snail mail address. You know what I mean? That's scary. I don't want any bombs coming in my house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we'll talk about it later. So, all right. Um, let's see. So when, when those people are talking about deplorables... The, the, now, let's, let's remember what Hillary Clinton said about deplorables. She specifically laid it out. So when, this is why I don't understand why they're, they, they are so eager to adopt that moniker because she, I mean, of course, they distort it. So I do understand. But Hillary Clinton was very specific when she described the deplorable she 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 wasn't calling those assholes deplorables although they they are i'll i'll call them deplorable anybody who voted for trump is a fucking deplorable but they what what hillary clinton she never called the average trump and trump and z a deplorable she she specified that she said, okay, at a, at a fundraiser, half of Donald Trump supporters belong in a basket of deplorables. She characterized it. She said, you know, to be grossly gener generalistic, you could put half of Trump supporters in what I call the basket of deplorables. The racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, you name it. And unfortunately, there are people like that. That's what she said. She, she specifically qualified it by saying you could put the the these are the deplorables the racist the sexist the homophobic the xenophobic the islamophobic uh, so i guess but that's i mean there is no um there there's no there's no conflict there because the, they are deplorable those people are racist sexist homophobic xenophobic Islamophobic. They definitely are. I don't give a shit they, if they're listening to a black person, comedian, so-called comedian on stage, telling them uh, what they want to hear, repeating back to them. They're validating their racism and homophobia. Hey, look, there's a black guy saying it. So what? So effing what? But that's what the, the that's their base. That is, uh, you have to be a racist to vote for Trump. And it doesn't matter. Oh, I, I don't, I, I'm done with this, these uh, so-called um, economically insecure white people. That's not, that, that enough is enough. It's not economic insecurity. They're racists. Because we have, uh, we have Bernie, who's a candidate uh, during the 2016 campaign that was speaking to that economic insecurity and without the racism but talking about we need to do this together we need to move forward together they wanted nothing to do with that 
They like being racist and sexist, xenophobic, homophobic, Islamophobic. That's their right as an American. That's what they believe in their little tiny, tiny victim world. They don't like diversity. They think diversity is scary. But they don't, they, that's why they can't function here. This is a nation of immigrants. All right, Sin City, see you later. One of our people, one of our regulars is hitting the road. Where We'll be here. I'll see you Saturday. I won't be doing any more weekday shows this week. I just don't have the time, but anyway. We'll see you on Saturday. Guys, um, if you're into the show, please uh, join us every week. Uh, six from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. Okay, right. If you're here new, thank you for hanging out. We'll have um, Poppy Champlin is a regular on the show. She's just on tour right now, and that's why she hasn't been back. Hopefully, she'll be back soon. And soon we'll have Rhonda Hansom is coming on the show as a guest. And we'll see who else we'll have on the show. All right. These weekday specials are very loosey-goosey, but that's just the way it is, man. That's just the way it is. So let's talk about one of the things that I care very much about is uh, animals and the how the Republicans are disgusting. They are the worst. If you like animals, that's the other thing. So never mind people. There's a, Everybody loves animals, or at least even these fucking racist assholes, deplorables, say, oh, I love animals. But they, they really don't. They're not capable of, of loving animals. You know, they like their little, uh, their dogs and their cats, I'm sure. But they are voting for a party that doesn't give a shit. Not just about, I mean, really, from everything from, from your pets to puppy mills to, to, farm, to uh, these factory farm murder mills that these poor animals have to suffer and die in, the Republicans have absolutely no respect. That's the thing that really turns me off about the, I mean, I don't eat meat, but that, that whole thing about, if you, fine, if you do, but we should, as human beings, at least give these animals uh, the respect they deserve for making the ultimate sacrifice for human sustenance and, and treat them with dignity. But instead, they, re, the Republicans want to cram it. It's all a commodity. Put as many chickens so they can't open their wings. Uh, that's, a, that's one of the things that Republicans do. This is what they do. Put pigs in gestation crates so they're just constantly impregnated and they can't turn around. Could you imagine? Put fucking Chris Christie in a gestation tank. That's what the, he was the one because he was trying to, you know, he was trying to run for president. And in New Jersey, over 90 percent of the of the of people in New Jersey, they, they passed. They, there was a referendum on in the New, New Jersey, uh, one of the New Jersey elections that barred gestation crates. And New Jersey, you know, was not a big pork producing state. But it was a statement of their values. We, we, we will, will not use these, these torture chambers for these sows. And uh, in other countries, those, the, these gestation crates are illegal. But not here in the United States of Serfs and Lords, where everything's a commodity. And so the people of New Jersey passed the bill overwhelmingly. And fucking Chris Christie 
vetoed it because he was kissing the ass of I of the Iowa farmers that who he wanted their money. That's what that's a, that's all it's about. They don't give a shit. They'll put anybody. They'll put their own mothers in a goddamn gestation crate if it means that they can get some money out of a lobbyist or drink some $350 bottles of wine while they conspire to steal and grift and uh, strip people of uh, dignity. So, and uh, what I, you, I mean, animals don't stand a chance in the face of Republican greed. So one of the things they did, one of the first things that, uh, that the Republicans did, besides, I mean, everything else, they, everything they have done is in the name of cruelty and, the, and, and tickling the racist funny bones of those who find cruelty to, uh, to be exciting somehow. That, there's nothing great about cruelty. It is, uh, it's really disgusting. Uh, I'm, I, as, a, as a student of history, one of the, pe- I, you know, people know I like history, and I, one of the periods I am interested in is uh, Nazi Germany because I want to f- figure out why, how. But that's, that's human, that's the human condition, right? That there are certain weak-ass morons that it's, they won't do, they, they'll do anything. That uh, they, they are is, uh, and the thing that is so fascinating with what, what happened with the Nazis, because uh, I, I think I mentioned this once before, but I was, I, there's a book I read, it's called, by Christopher Browning, the person who, called Mitch McConnell the gravedigger of American democracy. He's a, he's a, a, a World War II historian, but uh, he wrote a book called Ordinary Men, I think it's called, Ordinary Men. And uh, it's about the Polish police reserves who were called into action in uh, World War II, who they weren't Nazis, they weren't party members, but they were tasked with rounding up and murdering Jews, you know, their fellow citizens. And they, uh, the, that's why the title of the book was Ordinary Men. And they, were, they justified what they were doing on the, on, the, uh, on the grounds that they were doing it because they loved their country, you see? So murdering a baby, uh, and there's, really, there's heinous stories that you wouldn't even believe could even happen, but they happened. And they can happen again if we're not careful. Like the uh, Nazi soldier who took a baby that they, was out of a, out of a uh, case of luggage because the mother had left the baby in the luggage trying to hide it to save its life, and the baby started to cry, and the Nazi soldier took, just an ordinary man, took the baby out of the luggage and smashed its head against the wall. So that's, that's what people are capable of, and, uh, and because they love their country, right? That is why in, Nazi Ger- in Germany today, not Nazi Germany, they... they they teach about the dangers of nationalism. And that came about after the fact, because for years right after World War II, the, the, the German people didn't want to really look themselves in the mirror and face what they had done, what they had allowed to happen. And if there is no other sense for the, for the Holocaust or, and the 55 million human beings that met their cold early graves thanks to fascism 
in uh, in the prior century. If there's no other sense that we can make out of it, at least let's learn the lessons of that time and understand that we and, and that we have absolutely no tolerance for anything that comes even near that smells of a, of a whiff that is any anything familiar with what this world ha- already went through on the uh, uh, for the sake of loving their country and making germany great again or whatever yeah, for their racial who who's uh, at the top of the heap some kind of fucking bullshit lie and uh, this is what I see when, when you hear the, the rhetoric of, of fascism, the calling people invaders, uh, just uh, comparing them to vermin, living in squalor that, that human beings would never live in. Where, where, where's the end of that story? Where would that lead us? Of course, it leads to murder and death. That's why... That we have now, it's just the the weak-minded, you know, I'm trying to say that word, sto- stochastic terrorists. That's the the terrorists that Trump inspires. But how? Where where do we go from here? When you have um, different, like for instance, the ICE uh, agents that we've seen the video of them going in the desert, knocking over cases of uh, or. Um, bottles of water left for for the migrants who are you know are trying to live that, that just let them die in the desert that you think that that's a that's a normal f- reaction that a country a nation of immigrants should have to people who are fleeing oppression and violence and trying to live and and, and have the freedom that we supposedly have so much of here it's unbelievable. So um, it's it, it's all connected. The way that we treat animals ha- that is a reflection on of how ha- of how sick the society is. If we are humane and decent, then uh, our treatment of animals and, and and the vulnerable it will all it will all be reflected in the policies. But one of the first things that the the Trump and Z administration did was uh, let's see. Well, first was they they put a blackout on uh, thousands of Animal Welfare Act and Horse Protection Act inspection and enforcement records from the U.S. Department of Agriculture website, making it harder for Americans to learn which puppy mills, roadside zoos and research facilities, among among other enterprises, were failing to comply with animal protection laws. So forget it. You know, puppy mills. Fuck it. You, You make a buck. Let let the mills continue, let the let the animals suffer. You know what I mean? That's really that's the Republican way. If it if it's if they can make a buck, if somebody suffers, if somebody dies, who cares? The more the merrier. Let them suffer, right? They should have been born a Trump with a trust fund. That's the other thing. I mean, we'll get to the immigration thing, which that's ugh, because the what Trump's immigration. His acting, uh, whatever the, what's that guy's name? Anyway, his, everybody's in acting. That's another way that the Republicans, this is, this is another thing that the Republicans, that Nancy Pelosi should be impeaching Twitler about. 
that why is everybody in acting because he wants to control them they don't have to go through a hearing there has there there doesn't have to be any advice and consent and therefore he's thumbing his nose again at democracy at the pillars of democracy and what makes a functioning government that of uh checks and balances the fact that he could just shove an acting in there fuck that shit what why how is that okay and the republicans say nothing of course so um let me see where's my animals um let's see former secretary of the interior ryan zinke illegally established the international wildlife conservation council an advisory panel stacked with people who have an interest in killing or importing rare and endangered animals from overseas. It's this, it's like, that's another thing that needs to be rectified, that we have an EPA, we have a Department of the Interior, we have all, we have a consumer protection financial, a, a consumer financial protection bureau. Those organizations that were set up to protect people, to protect animals, to protect the environment, needs to be led not by industry insiders or, or, or foxes in the hen house. They, there has to be some kind of rule where the people who lead those organizations have to have the interests of those organizations at heart. So the, 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 everywhere we look, there's, a, we're, there's an offense to democracy, and that's why these filthy fascist bastards are going back to, um, or starting up with, uh, oh, drink your plastic straw. Drink out of a plastic straw. I mean, that's what makes you free? Uh, while they're raping and killing and pillaging and dismantling everything that is decent, in this world so uh let's see um okay uh, stacked invite uh, this is from the uh, this is from a someone's uh blog a woman wrote this article called what's her name kitty block and sarah admonson and wrote this article on a humane world it's a it's from the humane society's blog so um let's see Okay, so Ryan Zinke stacked a panel, uh, illegally established the International Wildlife Conservation Council. That sounds really great, right? It's like uh, the Fresh Air Fund or the, the Healthy Skies Initiative that, that Bush set up where uh, it was uh, the, it, basically he was allowing more pollution in the air. This is what they do. So, um, And Ryan Zinke, let's see, the administration lifted the ban on uh, the import ban on Zimbabwe elephant and lion trophies. Let's not forget that. that there used to be a ban on that. Now, because his, his filthy, disgusting sons like murdering beautiful animals in their spare time, it's not enough to strip people of health care and, and murder their dreams, uh, but let's murder things of beauty in our spare time. That's what you do for fun? It's disgusting. I, I saw this picture of Donald Trump Jr. with a ram, a beautiful ram, a beautiful white ram, just an amazing animal. And this fucking ghoul 
it's it, there's a shot in the middle of the ram's chest with blood oh, the only thing it's just pure white except for this blood dripping down and this grinning ghoul is sitting next to it uh like some kind of uh you know cheshire cat that he murdered this beautiful animal that ugly human being murdered in a beautiful animal for no other reason but his own purient interests that is a sociopath a a a monster that's not that that's he's an animal he's a filthy disgusting freak that's the, i mean there's something really wrong with someone who who thinks that this is let me let me let me pose with a corpse fucking disgusting so this is why you cannot allow republicans to have power you gotta vote them out okay last year the u.s fish and wildlife service and the national marine fishery service proposed weakening the endangered species act well now they've done it this is this article is from uh february um, and creating additional roadblocks to securing comprehensive protections for threatened species and to make the process of removing species from the ESA easier. So, you know, goodbye bald eagles, goodbye bears, goodbye, I mean, uh, it's all, it's game on in this world. Right now, the Japanese have reinstituted their whaling, which they, they has stopped for a period of time. That has everything to do with Twitler. And uh, there's no doubt in my mind because there is no moral authority anymore in the world. There's no uh, when you don't have American leadership. We used to be the beacon of hope and democracy. At least, if not in, uh, at least we tried. You know, maybe uh, many, many times we never succeeded, but at least we were, we were, we tried, right? Um. The Department of Interior proposed rolling back, everything is rolling back in Obama-era regulation that banned some of the worst and most appalling hunting practices on the 20 million acres of federal public lands in Alaska, including using artificial light to kill hibernating bears and their cubs. Isn't that disgusting? That's what you do for fun? You can't, you use a light to disorient a hibernating bear and its cubs. What a vi- I would like to, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say anymore. I would like to. You know what I, I mean, honestly. Turn the tables. It's just, what are you doing shooting hibernating bears and cubs? That's your hobby? Go, f- go, go, like, hand out. I mean, do something decent. Shooting wolf and coyote pups and mothers in their dens. Using bait to attract brown bears and black bears, shooting vulnerable swimming caribou, and using dogs to hunt black bears. This just after Congress revoked similar protections on, 79, on 76 million acres of national wildlife ref- refuge land in 2017. I mean, it's just, it is really a free-for-all. And human beings and animals are in the crosshairs. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service removed Yellowstone area grizzly bears from the Endangered Species Act, and the Department of Justice committed funds for legal fights in the federal courts to make 
this administration action permanent. This is what they're doing. I mean, well, there'll be nothing left. There'll be nothing of beauty left, except they'll all will be subjected to is Donald Trump Jr.'s Instagram feed and how and how much he killed it on the fucking Peloton this morning. Like this is all that it matters in this country. There's no decency. They have destroyed it. Those deplorables have done away with decency as well as democracy. And this is what is at stake. If, and it's not just because once we get it back, it's the, all the work we have to do. Re, reforming w- this grand experiment. There's so much damage that's been done to us psychologically as well as literally that we how much i mean we let's not forget we cannot when we leave no one behind we're not we should not leave any of these disgusting acts in place we need to re reestablish the moral high ground Okay, the National Park Service began work to augment the Isle Royale, Michigan wolf population by introducing 20 to 30 wolves. Uh, oh, okay, well, this is positive. Over a three-year period, new wolves will restore the ecological balance. All right, well, that's good. One good thing. What else? And it really should. This is an article in New Yorker um, by Nick Tabor that the the Trump administration's war on wildlife should be a scandal. And any other time, it would be a scandal. We, but there's so many scandals, and instead of concentrating on actual things that are happening. We got to worry about who some some fucking deplorable racist, Islamophobic, sexist, homophobic moron who is upset that they don't have a plastic straw because that's what matters. They and so whatever. I mean, it's Republicans are monsters. Um, yes, Ryan Zinke, the secretary of the interior, has made his office a shrine to the pointless killing of animals, decking it out with taxidermied grizzly bear, a bobcat, and the heads of bison and elk. You see how vile these people are? The, the Department of the Interior, they want to go back to, like, as he thinks he's Teddy Roosevelt or something, 100 years, 100 plus years ago. We, the, the Republicans don't want to evolve. They don't, they're just, they're at the top of the food chain, according to themselves. Isn't that disgusting? One of his first moves in office was to sanction the use of lead bullets in national parks, a triumph of ignorance and stupidity, in the, opin- in the opinion of Noah Greenwald of the Center for Biological Diversity. Using lead ammunition for hunting, if you bring that food home, you're poisoning your own family, Greenwald said. It's astounding to me that that, that is even an issue. The Humane Society estimates that lead bullets also cause the deaths of 10 to 20 million non-targeted animals each year. Because, you know, use a lead bullet. Fuck it. Poison the environment for all. 
If you're going to die, eventually everybody's got to die. Let's bring them all with us, right? Let, bring them all with you, Ryan Zinke, you filthy, disgusting, sycophant of a con man who thinks it's strong just to deck out your office. Could you imagine you're going into the office of the, the Secretary of the Interior and all over the walls are the heads and carcasses of animals? What, what kind of statement is that? Filthy. That's what it is. It's a filthy statement. Son of a bitch. Where'd everybody go? We got anybody still hanging out? Oh, boy. Well, if nobody's here, there are some people here. Are there people here? Where are? Where is everybody? All of a sudden, Sin City left, and then all of a sudden... I don't see anybody on the chat. We got people there. I can see that there are people there. You're just being very quiet. Why are you so quiet? Okay. I'm not opening the phones then. I was thinking about it. I'm dropping it. I'm dropping that. I'm not sure how long. It's already 6 o'clock. We're going to just probably go till 6.30. But I don't know. Um... Uh, I'm just, uh, it's, it feels overwhelming sometimes because everywhere you look, it's an offense to decency, dignity, democracy, humanity, and these, these filthy ghouls are getting away with it. How is this okay? How is that? How, that that's what makes me so upset. How do these Republicans have one vote? much less millions. Of course, they're in the minority. Let's not forget that. Republicans are not uh, a majority party. They never have been. The only reason they're in power is because they have rigged and gerrymandered and grifted their way into power. And they, you know, that's why they don't care. They're not about winning fairly. They want power. Uh, the power to, uh, you know, stick it to the libs, which means uh, uh, hanging up uh, head, heads of animals in the office of the interior, sticking it to the libs. You really got us, man. You got us here. Or um, uh, torturing animals on factory farms and whatever else on top of the other offenses. It's th what is really the worst is that greed is the only value that they ever consider. Does and that's uh, the what they've done with the Endangered Species Act is their uh, one of the considerations. In, they're making it um, instead of considering what it will do to the environment, the 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 balance of nature. If one element in that balance is removed how because the fact is we're all connected republicans they don't like that because they don't like being connected to brown people that's really the bottom line but according to the 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 filthy trump administration and the republican enablers the the new rules significantly weaken this is what it says in the in the new york times the new rules will significantly weaken the way the nation's endangered species act is applied potentially opening the way for mining oil and gas drilling and development that will undermine or doom components of our nation's living endowment 
The rules affect future listings and threaten to throw in reverse the enormous successes over the nearly 50 years of saving animals and plants from extinction and elevating their prospects. Unable to kill or neuter the act legislatively because of a strong support of the law, even in the Republican-held Congress, uh, Trump is now eviscerating it by gutting regulations that make it effective. Perhaps the most critically or crucially, the rule diminished the critical habitat protections, like those for areas formerly occupied by now endangered species. Through such, uh, I mean, though such habitat is the only hope many depleted species have for eventual recovery, the rule is intended to impede the listing process and ignore declining habitat viability caused by climate change. And for the first time, a tally of financial considerations will accompany discussions on the fate of a species like, fuck you. Financial? These filthy bastards? Financial. That's all that matters. Nobody, we, uh, Mother Nature doesn't give a shit about financial. What will, uh, what will, financial consideration is what will happen to us when we have irreversibly damaged the circle of life, the sustainability of this planet, that these monsters don't seem to care about. Just that the fact that they, they, they're new, this, this, this bitch who is their, the UN ambassador now, who the hell is she? She's some uh, Fox News pundit. And they asked her about... Because all over the world, they, everybody understands that climate change is a real thing. So they, had to, they asked her, um, you know, what, what about climate change? And she said, well, you know, two, two sides, both sides of this... Of, uh, I, I agree. I, I consider both sides of the debate there is no both sides bitch i mean unbelievable that's what i mean when i say republicans hate this country they hate democracy because they're not interested in actually fixing our problems they're interested in exacerbating the problems that we face and what let me see this hold on and the budget deficit now, because you remember how Republicans were all about the deficit, the debt, the deficit, like uh, uh, all because they want to they want to gut our social safety net with the shitty social safety net that we have. But now, for the first time, we it says the U.S. budget deficit is up twenty seven percent and getting closer to one trillion. This is Trump did that, funneling more money to the top. And just like I was saying in the, on the Saturday show, the, the, at this trajectory, according to studies and science that Republicans hate, at, if our income disparity remains at, at this pace where the rich get 90% of all the income games and the wealth in, in this country, in 33 years, they will get 100%. All of the wealth will be funneled to the top, and that is the end of democracy. That's, the, that's it. This thing, this grand experiment in liberal democracy is on life support. Much like our morality, our decency, uh, the, uh, the, what, it, what it used to mean to be an American. Let me see. 
One time, I mean, it's so sad when I think about my younger self, my as a little girl, thinking that we were the good guys. That we would, we we had standards. It takes strength to be a, a a nation of laws that respects freedom, diversity, dignity. That that it, uh, protects the environment. I mean, how do you say you love this country when you turn America the Beautiful into nothing but a a a uh, host from which to suck profit and discard like a filthy parasite? Okay, so immig- uh, let's go. Uh, this immigration son of a bitch. He. This is the other offense because now the Republicans and I, I mean this is they're following Stephen Miller. Of how do you think history is going to revile he Stephen Miller, even worse than he is reviled now. Stephen Miller. You want to know, uh, you want to know people? No, you know, my mother used to say, you want to know somebody, look at their friends, right? Look at their friends. Look at their friends. Look at the Republicans' friends. Look at who they associate with. Stephen and Miller? He's a filthy racist and always has been. I don't care if he's Jewish. There's a video of him from uh, when he was in college T- telling Sp- Hispanic people to pick up his garbage because he that's that is who they are they think it's their world we're all just living in it those are the people they, they would have been perfect in Nazi Germany they go along they would be the ones pulling babies out of out of luggage and smashing them against the wall there is no doubt in my mind people will say oh that's yeah, that's being inflammatory no no it's not being inflammatory. It's being realistic. What would they do if this if this disgusting Twitter were uh, this this monstrosity were were taken to the to its uh, final conclusion? What do you think re- Republicans would do? They're not even standing up to him when he's praising Nazis who murdered someone, who ran someone over in a car. They're not standing up. They're not, they're not standing up to their, the people who follow them, and they're not explaining to them. They're, uh, hey, you know what, maybe don't be a racist. They're not explaining them. They never challenge their followers. The Republicans will never challenge their followers to, to confront their own bigotries and evolve. They, they will never they will tell them to nurse their bigotries. This is what they do. I mean, that is, that's the whole thing that they're peddling. <sighs> Let me see, Stephen Miller. That's, I mean, Stephen Miller? He's disgusting. Um, let's see. He's outraged. Trump advisor Stephen Miller says outrage over racist remarks are meant to silence and punish. Ugh. Really? Because in their mind, they're just speaking the truth, you see? When they call Mexicans rapists and they, whatever else, all their, all their, their, their Islamophobic, homophobic, everything phobic rhetoric, they think that they're just, they're just telling it like it is, Right? But they're not telling it like it is. 
They're telling it like it, they, they, it was and like they would like it to be again. They want to be able to... I, I remember I was saying... I actually said this to Poppy once, to Poppy Champlin on the air, and I was like, Republicans think they're not free if the, unless they can call somebody the N-word. And Poppy was like, oh, come on, no. That is the truth. Of, yes, that's the truth. That's what ultimately, that's what it comes down to. That's what it means to have white privilege. To be able to say whatever the hell you want and there be no repercussions. Oh, boys will be boys. All right, walk it off. Whatever it be. If you're a black person doing something similar, you'll be shot dead in the street, of course. But they want everybody in their place. Republicans like that hierarchy. That's why they are the the enemies of democracy. They hate democracy because they don't want to be uh, uh, involved. They don't want to have to compromise with brown people or share or have a uh, diversity. What is that? You know, USA, USA. They think that's cult. What is you? What is you? American culture. I mean, hula hoops and uh, and and hoop skirts or whatever the hell they call it. Bobby socks and hula hoops. Is that American culture? I don't know what. What is American culture now? Uh, monster trucks and uh, big slurpees. Like that's your. That's something that is amazing and great. No, these, it's, uh, what does the whole world think of us? This is, it's an embarrassment. And to put these racist morons in positions of authority, and, I mean, Stephen Miller? We want a country molded by the likes of Stephen Miller. Somebody who told a Hispanic person to pick up, to throw my garbage out. That's who they are. And that's, that is the weak, weak person. Weak, tiny, little whiners. So, this, this guy from, uh, where is it? Where the heck is it? The conservative, uh, another outrage today. Because, you know, they, instead of focusing on, like I was saying at the beginning of the show, we want to... They're waiting and doing all that they can to ensure that the gun, that people who want actual gun control and gun, and, you know, they keep talking about sensible gun control as if, well, of course, sensible. First of all, nobody needs a fucking assault rifle. This is what I, I don't understand how Republicans, they're like, oh, there'll never be an assault weapons ban because money and politics is the root of all evil. And this is why we're stuck with this shit, with these Republicans, uh, where we can't go to a goddamn back-to-school sale without getting murdered. Thank you, Republicans. That's, that's what Republicans do for us. Nothing. They don't make America great. They don't make it safe. They don't make it decent. They don't make America uh, a digni- dignified nation. They embarrass us all over the world. And, you know, I know some people right now, because I live in Queens, New York, right? And Queens is the most culturally diverse neighborhood in the entire country. Uh, not just neighborhood. The, they call it the world's borough. And to me, I find that that's amazing. It's, it's, uh, it's, it goes to show you that, uh, yeah, we can all live together. Let me see a second. Hold on, guys. Something's wrong with my... And... 
I know a few of my friends who are that are from different countries. They're trying. They want to live here. They want their green cards. They want. They're trying to get visa status, and they're here. They they want to make this country a better place. These are really amazing people, and they're. One of my friends is having a hard time. They're they're giving her a very hard. She's here studying uh, fashion at the Fashion Institute, and she's working, and she's just a decent, uh, a lovely person who cares about her the, her community and and tries to make this uh, the you know the community a better place. She's she's a good friend, a good person, wants to be here. Somebody who picked up her life and traveled here. She wants to, well, her dream is to live in America and they're giving her a fucking hard time for I don't know because there's some kind of stick up their ass about uh, foreigners who want to come here. When, if somebody picks up their whole life and dreams about living in a place that they heard so much about and they want to be here, they want to contribute, why would we stop them? And and, and we know, the studies show that immigrants make a country better. They make the country great. They help build communities. And that's the kind of person you want. And I'm I'm not even just talking about somebody who's coming from a country that is not, you know... uh, fleeing violence or whatever those the people that i think about uh, who are coming here from from uh you know the war-torn failed states that we helped create though i want those people here too they people who know what it's like to to uh you know to have to walk across a desert to to have a shot at freedom what kind of a different experience would it be if we just said welcome you made it you're safe welcome home we got you what is i mean what kind of a person would that be that would be someone who loves their country the country not that they were born into but that they adopted as the country of their heart so what these these fascist freaks do, who have who do nothing they don't add anything to this country they're not they're not elevating us they're not they they think that drinking out of a fucking plastic straw is their american birthright as they shoot hibernating bears and cubs what have they brought to the table what have they done to us except show us that yes it can happen here when, when I look at Germany and I say, in the past, I used to wonder, how could it happen? How could a decent place where there, were, uh, there was actually a gay community in, in, early thir- in early 20s Berlin? How could that happen where all of a sudden they, they go down this fascist road? It happens as easily as it can happen here with the, uh, you know, with a con man tickling racist funny bones. You know, that's all. And, um, you know, the economic... And also, the other thing is the neoliberal policies that allowed the economic disparity. This is like the perfect storm here. So you have... You do have a country where many people are... uh, When they started... Like, for instance, with... uh, the, with NAFTA, when they started sending co- their our jobs to to low wage, you know the wage slave nations, 
that was the beginning of the end, really. Because neoliberal policies are what, that's the fertile ground of fascism. Uh, but if, if this were a functioning democracy, if we had a, a functioning middle class that was an economically vibrant and educated middle class, that, you know, if we, could, if we cultivated that economically vibrant middle class, they, a con man like Trump would never have been able to ascend to the highest executive office in the land despite receiving fewer votes. And so it would, we would be like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. No way. We, we're not buying that. But only in a, in a country where the, it is the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap. That kind of country would, that, you know, is the, uh, that's the fertile ground of fascism. So, son of a bitch. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Uh, we will... Yeah, uh, we'll have to vo not only vote them out, we have to vote in the people who understand and recognize the, the problem. That's the other thing I'm afraid of, and I was talking about this on the Saturday show, and I'll probably talk about it again, because the thing that really makes me afraid about the upcoming elections is not just that Donald Trump will win, but that if he doesn't win, right, hopefully, I mean, I hope he doesn't win. I really do. But we don't get a candidate who recognizes that the, that the problem is income disparity and upward immobility, that we need a, a Green New Deal and a new New Deal to really heal this country and to uh, not, not, uh, not uh, just give the Republicans a pass, because they have a actively dismantled and attacked this this democracy they have they have undermined the pillars of america they have devalued the currency of truth in america and that was deliberate that's a deliberate fascist tactic to cultivate distrust like like for instance donald trump retweeting a conspiracy theory about uh, that uh, cl some Clinton body count, that is uh, malpractice. I mean, right there alone, Nancy Pelosi should open impeachment hearings. And and the fact that she just allows this to continue, as if that's normal. But not answering Trump's uh, these maneuvers uh, of uh, that that Trump does that. He's go going around continuously talking about the Russia hoax. It's not a hoax. It doesn't matter what M Mueller said, right? He, he'll just say it's a hoax. It's a hoax. But this, uh, wait, hold on. Donald Trump. I'm just looking something up. But, uh, let me see this. So he defended his... This is what I was talking about earlier, but because he... I'm trying to find this guy's tweet. He Because he retweeted that this person's... Uh, a, a, you know, he, he defended himself. Trump defended himself, saying that he just retweeted what this highly respected right-wing fascist retweeted or tweeted. So it wasn't coming from him. He just retweeted it. But the fascist in the uh, in his tweet said that 
uh, you know, it was like the greatest hits of the Russian bot saying Russia hoax and uh, Clinton um, body count. But that's all coming from the PSYOPs campaign that we are actively uh, being, um, you know, actively uh, against us. And the Republicans keep insisting that it's not happening. But it's like Mueller said, it's happening. We are, we're under attack by, the, by Russian bots. And one of the things that they do, it's not just the bots, I mean, it's all of them. They, the bots get a hold of it and they aggregate the, the, the hashtags and that's how it spreads. And then the, the right-wingers help. They help, they are the useful idiots of the end of democracy. But the, one of the things, the, the goal of, of Putin, one of, the ultimate goal is destroying Western democracy. That is, that's the ultimate goal. But in the meantime, it, how you get there is you devalue truth and you create mistrust among the citizens, mistrust among the citizens. And you do that by, that's the, one of the, one of the signs of a declining civilization is the, their adherence to conspiracy theories in order to have a functioning government. So, because like, it, this began years ago when Republicans attacked government, that government is the problem. Going back to their St. Reagan, government is the problem, it's not the solution. And then you had Bill Clinton, the, the era of go big government is over. It's as if government is the problem. Government is not the problem. Government is how we organize ourselves. And we organize uh, ourselves into a democratic republic that so many Americans that our founders fought a revolution to entrust to us, to, that people fought, bled, and died for hundreds of years to entrust to us, to get to the point where we can have a democracy. And these Republicans and then the DLC Democrats jumped on board, devaluing and disparaging government that they started to um, in the, um, you know, poison the hearts of the American people where the, that's, that is a cancer in the body politic. So when you're mistrust, the, when you mistrust the government, what do you mistrust? You're mistrusting the government uh, the, of the United States. Why people, why I put on the uniform, why other people put on the uniform, while, why, why those men stormed the beach at Normandy, while, why, why 500,000 Americans lost their lives in the Civil War, that government, that's what you're disparaging. And then into that, that mistrust of government, throw um, a personality, a, a con man like Alex Jones, or even Sean Hannity, who has the veneer of legitimacy as he, as he sits up there reading his teleprompter, telling his dupes that, uh, about the Seth Rich conspiracy, that how he was murdered, which is, um, that, that was a PSYOPs campaign that came right from the Russian intelligence agencies that that uh, Hannity was more than happy to to peddle, and they do that, and the American people, you're poisoning democracy because you're 
creating mistrust. And so no matter what happens, there's always going, you're going, you're not going to trust it. So now Jeffrey Epstein commits suicide, so-called. Who knows? I, I, I don't trust it either. That's, but the, the reason I don't trust it is because Donald Trump's heroes are the world's most brutal dictators who murder people. They murder their opposition. If there's somebody that has a secret that they don't want revealed, they will murder him. He'll, he'll, he'll come down with a case of being murdered, a, an, ir- an incurable case of being murdered, and that's the end of it. So those are Donald Trump's pals who he strokes the swords of dictators who lure journalists into an embassy. Because what did, what did the journalists do? They were critical of, uh, of, the, of the king. Critical? So you, so you dismember the, somebody alive? That's what Donald Trump thinks is power. He, and uh, let me see. John, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind. Donald Trump, that's why he loves dictators. He thinks that democracy is weak, and it's rubbing off on his followers. And all of these right-wingers who consistently peddle the conspiracy theories against their opposition that say things like, lock her up, like, that's what you do? No, in a democratic society? No, the, one of the amazing things that every time we have an election, a presidential election especially, we, the, the people remark about the peaceful transfer of power. That is a, a remarkable thing that, uh, that we, we should be proud of. But when you get some, uh, a con man in there who you know that when Donald Trump was running for president, he was asserting to his dupes that if, uh, if he didn't win, that it would be an illegitimate election. That's part of undermining the entire thing that we're doing, the entire grand experiment. So Trump recently, I mean, he wants to be a dictator. Trump, let's see. Recently, you said something about because president now in uh in china president president xi trump is envious he he said something about how trump he says that he's now president for life president for life and he's great trump said and according to audio excerpts of trump's remarks at a closed door fundraiser in florida aired by cnn and look he was able to do that, and I think that's great. He's talking about being president for life. Maybe we'll have to give that a shot someday, ha ha ha, Trump said, to cheers and applause from sh- supporters. So now that seed is being planted, and this is why it's so depressing to be to watch these Trumpanzees destroy this country, because that's, let's remind them that's a con man. Trump is a con man. He is not a successful businessman. He's a grifter who had a failed non-FDA approved vitamin scam that he peddled that went bankrupt, that had a failed university that was created for the sole reason of separating dupes from their money, that went bankrupt in a casino six times that had his daddy bail him out over and over and over. 
that all the, his business was creating fake invoices so he can siphon money out of his daddy's account tax-free. That's his business, being a grifter. And to, to say, let's make him the president because he's just as stupid and just as racist as I am, as, you know, as a Trump auntie, that um, you're a deplorable, you're wonderful, good for you. Well, get the fuck out then. Go back to Norway. You, you don't like this country. You don't like that we're a melting pot. You don't like the fact that we are a nation of immigrants. The saddest thing is what they're doing. Ken Cuccinelli, the acting director of U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services, said Tuesday that the poem etched on the Statue of Liberty welcoming immigrants to America should include a line qualifying that they be able to stand on their own two feet. Here, let me just play this. Uh, him in his own words. Would you also agree that Emma Lazarus's words etched on the Statue of Liberty, give me your tired, your poor, are also part of the American ethos? Uh, they certainly are. <laughs> give me your tired and your poor who can stand on their own two feet and who will not become a public charge. Fuck that, you. That plaque was put on... What is Donald Trump but a public charge? Donald Trump, okay, lost more money than any other American taxpayer. So that is a public... If that's not, if that's not a public charge, what the F is? Business genius, this is from Rolling Stone, business genius Trump lost more money than anyone in America between 1985 and 1994. The art of the deal apparently involves losing hundreds of millions of dollars year after year. If that's not a public charge, what is? Statue of Liberty at almost the same time as the first public charge law was passed. Very interesting time. Fuck you. Although you mentioned the American dream is is built on this idea that this is a place where you can come and it's build a life. It. It's part of it. Uh, yeah, we want people to come here and build a life. The uh, it's such they're such hypocrites. That's the other thing. They are so vile. So um, according to the Rolling Stone article, but this was based on a New York Times expose that pre President Trump, they say president, I say so-called president, built his reputation on his business acumen and negotiating skills. On Tuesday night, the New York Times provided a trove of evidence that he doesn't have much of either. The news organization obtained the president's tax information from 1985 to 1994, and the numbers reveal that the only real skill possessed by the vaunted real estate mogul was hemorrhaging obscene amounts of money. In fact, Trump lost more money than any other American taxpayer over the course of a decade. In, uh, in question, $1.17 billion. Trump lost so much money between 1985 and 1994, including over $250 million in both 1990 and 91 that he didn't even have to pay income taxes for 10 years. So he was in the, you know, he's in the red. So he doesn't, he's on the dole, basically. Any other human being in the country. 
Despite the losses, Trump was able to maintain his ultra-luxe lifestyle because most of the money had been borrowed from banks. And because of the $413 million in today's dollars adjusted for inflation he, he, inflation, he was able to secure from his father by bobbing and weaving his way around the tax code. And like I said, creating, that's how he did it. They create, part, partly, they created a, a company that all, the only reason the company was made was so he and his filthy siblings can siphon money from daddy tax-free. So they can get around paying the, the price of admission into um, the America they supposedly love so much. You know, everything that they, they love, like they love this, the military, they love the police, they love, well, who pays for that but the taxes? our taxes not him though because he's riding on our backs all of them and what are they doing he's creating spawns like donald trump jr a vile human being who's out there running around they're like the fucking beasts from aliens he's dropping these eggs all over and they pop up coming up with another uh, more scams to separate dupes from their money and uh, sweatshops and murdering beautiful animals. They don't, they don't add a single thing of beauty to this world. Nothing. Zero. Even their own children. You know, children are cute, right? Those, Donald Trump Jr. and, and, all, and Eric Trump, they love, Donald Trump Jr. loves using his spawn as a, as a political pawn. Remember during Halloween when he was saying, oh, I should take my, my, my little girl's uh, um, candy, let me see, to, to teach her about socialism? He's such a moron. Wait, Trump, Halloween... Let me see. Donald Trump Jr. schooled on Twitter after Halloween socialism tweet. So he, so uh, in ho during Halloween, he's Donald Trump. Let me see if I can pull this over here. Maybe not. Hold on. Ah. I'll have to grab it. I'll, gra I'll, I'll make a screen grab of it. Hold on. Oopsie. Whoopsie doopsie. Hold on. This is how we do it here, because until we get enough patrons, everybody, at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin, this is a one-man band. Maybe one day we'll be in a studio. Here's the tweet. So he writes, I'm going to take half of Chloe's candy tonight and give it to some kid who sat at home. It's never too early to teach her about socialism. So... What the fuck is he talking about? So within hours, Trump Jr.'s tweet had generated over 50,000 replies, with many users pointing out that he wasn't describing socialism, but sharing some, uh, something that most children are taught to do. So lots of people used the tweet as an opportunity to criticize Trump Jr.'s understanding of socialism, given that trick-or-treat candy is given to children as a handout due to the kindness of stranger, er, strangers, yeah. Uh, your kid went begging, begging from hardworking people for candy. The kid who stayed home got theirs because their parents worked to pay for it. In your simile, if anyone is the socialist, it's Chloe. But this is what they do. The point is, it doesn't matter. Um, Donald Trump Jr. is using his child as a, 
instead of a, a, a cute picture, we get this fucking dumb bitch, stupid look on her face and uh, acting like an asshole for daddy. So hopefully she won't grow up and run a sweatshop like Ivanka, but I don't have much, I'm not holding out much help. So somebody just texted me. Let me see what's going on. Okay. Just responding. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, um, so the the dumb bastard uh, who wants who's rewriting the the Emma Lazarus poem. Um, I mean that's how vile Republicans are. The give me your tired, your poor. If they can stand on their own two feet, when these filthy hypocrites do not stand on they stand on our two feet they stand on everything that made america great and they disparage and dismantle it they're not you know what i mean they're not they they have no uh they don't have the ability to for of self-reflection so the uh they they don't um they're taking everything that made america great and they're turning it into into a, just another Republican, um, you know, shit show, really. So the 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 poem that's on the on the Statue of Liberty is the New Colossus by Emma Lazarus, and it goes not like the brazen giant of Greek fame, with conquering limbs astride from land to land. Here at our sea-washed sunset gates shall stand a mighty woman with a torch whose flame is the imprisoned lightning, and her name, Mother of Exiles. From her beacon hand glows the worldwide welcome. Her mild eyes command the air-brighted harbor that twin cities frame. Keep ancient lands your storied pomp, she cries with silent lips. Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. The wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these, the homeless, tempest-tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. I mean, that is, that makes me, I feel like uh, uh, it chokes me up. Here at our sea-washed sunset gates shall stand a mighty woman with a torch, mother of exiles. It's, uh, it's beautiful. So why wouldn't Republicans destroy it? It's a thing of beauty. Where is that? Keep your ancient, keep ancient lands your storied pomp. Right? Because this is a new, this is a grand experiment. It's, this is something new. Give us your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. The ones traveling across a, a oppressive desert to get here to be to, for the safe harbor of freedom that we they've, that they've heard so much about they want to live give them to us you these wretched refuse if they can stand on their own two feet that's what they do that's what republicans do they take everything everything they touch they're like the reverse midas they don't turn it to gold they turn it to shit and it disappears. Everything that is good about this country, they, they poison it. Filthy bastards. 
everything the, from a beautiful eagle flying in the air from the decency of uh, the the human decency of allowing uh, a hibernating bear and her cubs to fucking sleep without being shot to to a chicken in a in a factory farm that is about to give its life for human sustenance that uh, uh, to allow it to at least spread its wings these built these filthy filthy effing bastards can't even do that. Just shove that dead carcass in your mouth. Who cares if it suffered, right? Vile, vile human beings. These, they are wasted human DNA. Wasted. Because of all of the work that we all do, the decent people, the normal people, that they take that work and they disparage it and they, they dismantle it. As if the work of decent people, of, of actual, of science, that says, we have a crisis here. There's a, we're, there's a climate change crisis. And we need to act. What, and what do Republicans say? They take that and they turn it into a, uh, a mystery. So they tell their dumbasses, don't worry about it. Keep drinking your fat diabetes face into your, I mean, not to disparage people with diabetes. I'm just saying. And, and or fat uh, that's not nice I didn't mean that I mean I meant the in the way of and I know this is probably making it worse gluttony not fat you know what I'm saying that's not nice I'm trying to be a better person but I don't mean to say that alright I'm talking about them I'll just say gluttonous it's not conducive they're not related they're not related so and I apologize if I offended, and that's the well, that's probably the difference between a Republican and a normal. Per- I mean, and uh, and a normal person that, you know, when we make mistakes, we own it. That's the other thing. Like we're all works in progress, you know. So uh, it's we're all products of this effing environment. So every kind of it kind of rubs off, and sometimes it's hard to get over those uh, old cliches. And but we work on it. We try. Even me, as a gay person, gr- growing up, we, I always, even now, you have to overcome your internalized homophobia. It's because we live in this world and we're all traumatized by it. So we overcome it. We try. We try to be decent people. We try to call people what they like to be called. Call them by their names. That's the least, that's the one thing that really uh, it shows me. It is the epitome of why Republicans are unfit to, to lead a friggin' conga line, much less a modern nation, because they, don't, they can't even call the Democratic Party the Democratic Party. They have to call it the Democrat Party, and, I, and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it, listening to it, and I'm sick of listening to these filthy fascists on the corporate media, and, then, and nobody corrects them. That is, that's the other thing. It's because it's it's seeping into the lexicon, and they, the, I, I hear Joy Reid corrects them, but not everybody does. They need to be corrected. The that is the the decency. The least you can do for somebody is to to respect them. Is to call them by their name. You see, that's why it is their their republicans are unfit they don't call people by their names they call them little baby names like sleepy joe or crooked hillary or whatever you know what i mean they that's what, because they're unfit they're morally mentally and uh unfit 
to to lead. They are they need to they need to shut up and get in the get get in the minority where they belong. Get, they where they can complain about having to drink out of a plastic straw or let a bear sleep through the winter without being shot, a bear and her cubs or whatever, because uh, you know decent human beings are in charge or how they uh, get shamed for just throwing their filthy pollution into our streams, how they have to clean it up. You know, they, when when normal people are in charge, normal things, uh, we're able to progress for normally, right? But not these filthy Republicans. They can't, that's, that's how we, uh, we should, even with Nancy Pelosi, not opening the uh, impeachment inquiry, at least. That's why you got to open the impeachment inquiry. The, the, just on that alone, that, they ha- they, that they're too, they're incapable of even calling people by their names. I, I, you know what I mean? Like that's uh, in itself should be um, the case closed. That in itself should be the, uh, the, why you would start an impeachment hearing. These people are in intellectually, emotionally crippled. They, that they are, they're stunted human beings that shouldn't be anywhere near a, a, a great nation's halls of power. They should have any, they, they should have nothing to do with it. You can't call somebody by their name. You know what I mean? And that's the, uh, that's, Trump is just, he, it's not just the nicknames he calls people. He can't even be bothered to learn people's actual names. So to call, uh, he's calling people, uh, he's calling the Democratic Party the Democrat Party. Then, then even during when uh, he's supposedly building up some kind of, oh, uh, we, we, this, this political, during, after another one of the gun massacres that he inspired, Oh, uh, this political division that, the, you know, in his teleprompter speech is, is so, this divisiveness is so bad, so bad. Um, he can't even wait a day without getting on Twitter, talking about the Democrat Party and Beto having, uh, making fun of his name and, you know, like a child. But I, I don't even want to disparage children because the children grow up. And if children behave like that, they would be punished. They would be corrected. They wouldn't be given the keys to the nuclear codes. You know what I mean? They would be, you know, we keep talking about how mentally ill people are, uh, shouldn't have access to guns or shouldn't have guns. Well, what about a mentally ill person having access to a nuclear arsenal? I mean, hello, enough is enough. How, how are we allowing this to continue? And for um, uh, the, the, the Democrats, it's the other thing that's sickening with, uh, with Nancy Pelosi not bringing the impeachment hearings is that are they really still trying to woo Republicans? They think they're going to get some wayward Trump voters? Who gives a shit? We, leave them behind. The reason why, uh, you know, uh, FDR was elected to four landslide terms was because he, he, he had a vision. He didn't, he didn't ask the Republicans. He, didn't, he wasn't, uh, you know, he, he understood who the Republicans were. 
The, and the only reason he didn't get elected a fifth time was because he was dead. Not because he, uh, you know, played nice with the snakes that got us into the, the Republican Great Depression. You know what I mean? You don't take their ideas. You don't welcome their ideas. You don't say, hey, let's woo them. You, you bring them along. If, they, if, what, if you are actually and literally working for the betterment of the working class, the, the working class will come along. They will know you by your fruits. But, you know, oh, what do I know? I just have a podcast. I just have a little bot podcast, and I need uh, a nice review. Maybe that would help. I don't know. Go on iTunes, give the show a review. I need, what else do I need? We need patrons. And if you like the shirt, go on and buy a shirt. It says, all of those things will help. The re I hate doing that. Maybe one day I'll win the lottery. I don't know. Sometimes I play the lottery. I know it's not a very liberal thing to do, but, you know, I do live in this world. It is what it is. You gotta, you're got a product of the world. People are like, oh, you know, so you just got, you got to live in this world. There is nothing. That's the other thing I hate about Republicans, speaking of. They, one of the things that they, apparently they're, they're, their, one of their arguments against doing anything about climate change is because Al Gore flies a, in a private jet. So we, let's all die to prove a point, right? So because Al Gore flies in a private jet, then we should all choke and die on, uh, on, on an uninhabitable planet. Okay, that makes sense, assholes. They, that's why they can't... They, they, they have no business being in leadership positions right there. They're not literally or actively trying to fix or, or improve anything. That's not what they're there for, to do. They are there to steal, period, and, they, and, and make as much money as they can. Uh, given case in point is their reaction to the, uh, the gun massacres. They don't give a shit. Let them all die. They don't care how many people die. You going to movies tonight? Hope you're wearing body armor. They don't care if we're all walking around with PTSD. You know, I just read this story about some asshole who, who uh, you know, good guy with a gun asshole who he heard an amber alert. Let me see if I can find it. And it was an amber alert for a... Uh, you know, like a Toyota Corolla or something with the uh, Illinois plate. And uh, he, he uh, you know, good guy, good guy with a gun. His name is Matthew Golden. He saw, he saw an Amber Alert featuring a silver Hyundai Sonata with Illinois plates. He spots a white van with Florida plates, rams the car off the road, or, or the van, rams the van off the road, and opens fire. On the terrified driver. That's the good guy with a gun. This is that's the kind of society Republicans want to put us in, where we're all just like, pew, 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 you know, uh, we're out there dodging bullets. I don't know. Is this a good guy's bullet that shot me in the head? Uh, how many times we got to hear that story? There was another story with one of these good guys accidentally shot the victim of a uh, of uh, an attack in the head. This is where they want us to live because they want us mistrusting 
democracy. And Putin is laughing because he's getting what he wants as they're retweeting all of his psyops campaigns and they're 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 dismantling democracy but just by dis destroying our our connection to each other our e pluribus unum the, the the society we the people the general welfare how could you have the general welfare if you're everybody is uh, uh, on some kind of conspiracy jam oh, all right guys i i went over it doesn't matter it's the show's been it's been a show. It's just a weekday special. What are you going to do? It happens. Weekday specials, they happen. That should be the motto of the weekday special is weekday specials, sometimes they happen. Please join us Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels or on Progressive Voices or give the show a good review on iTunes. That helps. And please uh, become a patron. That really helps. You can also do a super chat donation. And you're not just donating to me or the show. You're donating to RDT Daily to keep our liberal content going. And the independent writers at RDT Daily who create the, uh, some independent liberal content. So we have to do this together if we're going to battle the the big machines of the world that have all the money but we have each other and we there's more of us than there are of them so that's why i always say we stick together we win and we will win i have absolutely no doubt that because we are on the right side of history we're on the right side of humanity they are vile we understand in our hearts we we understand that that's the, the way that they act that shooting hibernating bears is disgusting. That not allowing chickens to raise their wings is disgusting. Because you want to cram as many chickens as you can. In the, you see what I'm saying? That's what they want. Or um, shoving pigs in a gestation crate is disgusting. That's not how human beings behave. You know what I mean? So we, are, we will win. And my name is Tara Devlin. So I will see you on Saturday.